Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Sorry I'm a little bit behind on the radio show. Uh, getting around sometimes is a little tough with this foot still, but it is definitely uh, feeling much better than it did last Sunday, I can tell you that much. Uh, and I feel a lot better. So uh, life is good. Uh, we are still cranking it out. The MLM News Show will be out later today along with some really good uh, editorials we've done on some great leaders and great companies. But today, we're in Chapter 9, Know Why, Know How, Then What? Simon Sinek's book, Start With Why, How Great Leaders Inspire Everyone to Take Action. And it's interesting because just when I think each, you know, the next chapter could not be as good as the last, I'm truly blown away with what he is able to put together. I want you to start. He starts off with something I thought was remarkable. He said they marched in single file. Not a word was spoken. No one made any eye contact with anyone else. They all looked the same. Their heads were shaved. Their clothes were gray and tattered. Their boots were dusty. One by one, they filled a large, cavernous room. Looked like a hangar from a science fiction movie. The only color was gray. The walls were gray. The dust and smoke filled the place, making the air look gray. Hundreds, maybe even a thousand of these drone-type people sat neatly organized on benches. Row after row after row. A sea of gray conformity. They all watched a projection of a huge talking head on the screen at the front of the room that filled the entire wall. This apparent leader recited dogma and propaganda, stating proudly that they were in complete control, that they had achieved perfection, they were free of pests, or so they thought. Running down one of the tunnels that led into the cavernous hangar was a lone blonde woman. She wore red bright shorts and a brisk or a crisp white t-shirt. Like a lighthouse, her complexion was the color of her clothes. It seemed to shine through the ray of gray clouds. Pursued by security, she ran with a sledgehammer that would not that would not end well for the status quo. What was this? On January twenty second, nineteen eighty four, Apple launched their Macintosh computer with their famous now commercial depicting an Orwin uh, an Orwin scene of totalitarian regime. Complete control of the population. If you guys remember the book, 1984, you know what I'm talking about. But if you think about this, this advertising was much more than just advertising. It wasn't about the features or the benefit of the computer. It was not about even the product itself. It didn't have any differentiating value proposition, nothing like that. The story I just told, it was for all intent and purposes a manifesto of Apple's why. It was the film version of individual rebellion against the status quo that ignited a revolution. And though their products have changed and fashions have changed, this commercial is as relevant today as it was 25 years ago. See, their why never changes. See, when your why never changes, your watch will change, your how will change. Your why doesn't. Steve Jobs and, 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 and his partner, what they wanted to do 
was empower the individual to be able to use a personal computer to change their life. And they have done that in every industry they've gone into. See, this is pretty powerful. You want to know why you aren't succeeding when you jump from company to company to company in network marketing. I get calls every day, Troy, I want to be on your team, but I've never succeeded. You want to know why? It's very simple. You don't know your why. When you know your why in anything you do in life, then it's fine. I'm sitting in front of the surgeon, and he says, Troy, if we do surgery on your foot, I can fix it. I'm going to do an L-shaped cut on the outside of your leg. I'm going to flip back all of the all of the tissue and all of the skin, and I'm going to push the bones back together, and then I'm going to put a steel plate on there and drill holes in your bones, and we're going to we're going to put the screws in there, and we're going to hold your foot together. Then I'm going to sew it up, and you're always going to have scar tissue, so that's always going to cause you some some pain, and you'll probably have some arthritis. And periodically the screws will come unscrewed, so we're going to have to re-do surgery. And and I said, what's the freaking alternative? Natural healing. If you heal naturally, you might have a little bit of arthritis in the future. Well, you know what? I know my why. And I know that God created me a certain way. And, yeah, I know I can break stuff. And, yeah, I know I need doctors. But when I've got a doctor telling me everything that's going to happen... If I get surgery, and what's going to happen if I don't? And then he tells me the timeline's the same. If they're going to cut on my leg and do stuff, you know what? My why outweighed that. I said, absolutely not. I love natural healing. Let's just go that route. I want my body in the best shape that it can be, and I guarantee you I will strengthen this foot when we're done with this. But my why is to be able to enjoy my life not have to worry about surgery all the time. When you know your why on anything that you do, nothing will hold you back. You know, I'm building a brand new organization right now in a network marketing company, and this has slowed me down to where I'm on the phone every daggum day. When I was traveling, I wouldn't be getting on the phone. I had to do work. I had to take care of the contracts I had with the company. This just kicks butt. This is working out great. The Apple knows their why, and it's never changed. So they don't just have Apple computers, the Macintosh, the Apple One, the Apple Two. They got iPods, iPads, mini iPad just came out, four or five different iTouches. I mean, they got all that stuff. But they know their why. Apple's why is proof that they actually actively challenge the status quo, thinking to empower the individual. Matter of fact, listen, I don't know how many of you really watch Apple computers, but have you ever noticed that they never, ever advertise with a group of people enjoying their products? It's always individuals. See, they think different. They even have a Think Different campaign that depicted individuals who thought differently, never in groups, but they always used an Apple product. Now, this is pretty daggum radical. If you start to think differently... We think as teams all the time. I'm, I'm not against that. But in each team is individuals who plays a part. kind of goes back to that biblical theme of the body, the God created the foot, the head, the toes, the eyes, the neck, the, you know, everything, and it works in tandem together. It's the same principle here. We work as a team, but it goes back to the golden circle. 
Because the golden circle, you've got the Y at the top, which is really the the CEO, that, that leader, that, that, that founder or group of founders. And then they hire the why or the how people, those that believe so deeply in their vision. And they're, executive, they're executives, and they put together the, the how. They create the processes for the what, but the what is that field force, those employees that are on the ground floor, the front lines fighting to get the message across. And the cool thing is, you know, they sat right up on top of the the mass market. They're the ones that are out there doing it, finding the prospects, kicking it up, moving the message out. When you actually realize all this stuff, it's pretty remarkable. You get excited. Simon writes it this way. He says, an organization is represented by the cone in the three-dimensional view of the golden circle. This organizational system sets atop another system, the marketplace. The marketplace is made up of all the customers and potential customers, all the press, the shareholders, all the competition, the suppliers, and all the money. This system is inherent chaotically, or, or, or inherently chaotic and disorganized. The only contact that the organized system has with the disorganized system is at the base, at the what level everything an organization says and does communicates the leader's vision to the outside world all the products all the services that the company sells all the marketing and the advertising all the contact with the world comes from that if people don't buy what you do they buy why you do it and if all the things happen at the what level do not clearly represent the why the company exists, then the ability to inspire is surely, compl- is surely complicated. That's why it's so important that the leader is able to communicate the vision. This week I had a three-way call on a Tuesday. A guy calls up and said, Troy, why did you join XYZ Company? I said, here's why I joined. Bam. Thursday night, 7 o'clock, he calls and says, I'm in. I went through the website, and you are 100% absolutely correct. Everything this company does surrounds the family, and I want to be a part of this. I said, you got it, brother. We're in. Let's roll. Let's make it happen. That was the name of the game. That's what excites people. That's what motivates people. That's what gets people excited to say, "I." When the, when the vision, the marketing, the products, everything matches, then you can roll forward. You can make it happen. Now, Simon's not the first one that's talked about this. We did our series on the leadership challenge. And it, it basically said the same thing, but in different ways. It's one of the coolest things when I see this. Guys, since I was 17 years old, I've been on a track to become the best leader that I can and to raise up the best leaders. I was on the phone yesterday with a giant leader in network marketing out of Houston. He's saying, Troy, I'm looking at your company, and I like what I see, and I think I want to be part of your team. I said, that's awesome. He said, why would you join the company? I said, it's all about family. He said, I hear that all the time. I said, I know you do, but go check out the website. And then we can schedule a fly-in. You can check out the leaders. 
said, I wouldn't blow smoke up your butt. See, when everything lines up and the message all the way down to the field force is coherent, and they start realizing everything they do is that way, the sky really is the limit. All of a sudden, it's blowing and going. See, when you're young, the leader is out in the field all the time talking. You know, I'm going to take this to my biblical roots. When when Jesus was here, he was hanging with the people. Him and his twelve top inner circle that were that were the were the were the help guys. They were there with him, and they were all out there doing their thing, talking to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But then, as the as the story goes, good Lord went to heaven. He wasn't here anymore. He's still the leader of Christianity. The message is still pretty clear, although it's gotten convoluted periodically over time. The basic message is still the same, and now the organization has grown to millions. But for the most part, society still gets it. Jesus came not to condemn the world, but to save it. Yeah, a little bit off topic, I know, but it's the same principle. When the why is so big and so clear that the masses get it, movements are created. Revolutions become history-making. The American Revolution, it's funny. You, I got a good friend of mine from England. I'll say, hey, man, what's the history book say about the, the American Revolution? He means, And he say, you mean the American Rebellion? Oh, man, that's wild. They saw us as rebelling against the status quo. I thought that was so cool. I always rebel against the status quo. That's just in my DNA. It comes clear back to the history of my people. See, when you know why you're here, life changes. When people say, Troy, don't you want to be number one? No, but I want to make a lot of number ones. I want to be the backbone to make these people rise and make them grow. Because I know that one day they're going to be out there doing it, not me. See, as the company grows, the CEO can't get his message out, so he's got to have a pure funnel to do this. The how people have to be in place, and they've got to move with clarity to the whys. I mean, to the watts, and the watts have got to put it in action to the marketplace. And it starts to flow through the megaphone, and it gets louder and louder and louder. See, the re- the leader's responsibility isn't to focus on the marketplace outside. It's to focus on the layer directly beneath, the how. The leader must ensure that there are people on the team who believe what they believe and know how to build it. The how types are responsible for understanding why and must come to work every day to develop systems and hire people who are ultimately responsible for bringing the why to life. Those are the general employees, the general team members. Those are those grassroots people. Remember, now, that, and, and I don't want to bring this on. Let's, let's talk about this for a minute. We've got to remember the biology of the golden circle. The why exists in part in the part of the brain that controls the feeling and decision-making, not the language. What exists in the part of the brain that controls the rational thought and language? Comparing the biology of the brain to the three-dimensional circle. 
we know that the, lim- the, the, the limbic brain is the why and the how, and the neocortex brain is the what. So the leader sitting at the top of the organization is the inspiration. It's the symbol, the reason we do what we, what we do. It's that emotional connection. What the company says and does represents the rational thought and language. This is why it's kind of weird. I was studying Transamerica Insurance today, and I had forgotten that they used to own an airline and a rental car service and a movie theater. Never made any sense. And then I remembered that, that, that one of the largest teachers union used to own one of the largest developments here in Destin. Made no sense. When we get out of our core competency, when we get away from our why, we screw it all up. The golden circle is firmly grounded in the biology of human decision-making. The logic follows the organization. And if it's not clear, then it, it won't work. It will never grow. Simon says, put bluntly, the struggle that so many companies have to differentiate or communicate their true value to the outside world is not a business problem. It's a biology problem. And just like a person struggling to put her emotions into words, we rely on metaphors, imagery, and analogies in an attempt to communicate how we feel. Absent the proper language to share our deep emotions, our purpose, cause, and belief, we tell stories. We use symbols. We create tangible things for those who believe what we believe to point and say, that's why I'm inspired. Now, if done properly... That's what marketing, branding, and products and services do, and that's how they become a way the organization communicates. But if it's not done correctly, then it will fail, which is why we saw TiVo fail, but yet why we see Starbucks succeed. It's an amazing world that we live in. And when you start to realize how it works and why it works, then the sky becomes the limit on what you can do and where you can take it. This is the difference. You know, I could I could still be rolling. I could have been coming back on a plane from Salt Lake City today. I could have met some great people this week, over a hundred, shot videos and pictures and had a blast. Instead, I spent some wonderful time with my in-laws and my son his wife and my grandsons, time that I wouldn't have gotten. Did God smack me upside the head? No, he broke my foot. Now, he didn't do it, and you all know that. I, I was the one that jumped off the wall. But I believe everything lines up in the way God wants it. And this week, because I've been able to be on the phone, I've brought in three remarkable people onto our team. You can do this. But you got to know your why. I challenge you to go to startwithwhy.com. If you go to the Beachside CEO, we're, we're rebroadcasting these. We're putting some stuff up and some videos from Simon so you can see that. But you really need to look at the book. So Monday, we're going to be talking about communication is not about speaking. It's about listening. This is something in several of our archives we've talked about, guys. Listening. God gave us two ears and one mouth. We need to use it that way. Show's a little bit short today, but it's Friday. 
I've got some videos to shoot before I get back in there and get my leg propped up, so we're going to take care of all the time that we have ASAP. Folks, listen to me. Live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous, stay strong, and I'll see you Monday right here on the Beachside CEO, heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive-powered radio.